Let's record starting. Ha. Let's record starting in here. You ready? Let's do this. Three, two, one. It's me, your old pal, Professor Robot, host of Cartoon Violence as a podcast. And it's me, your older pal, Dr. Octave. I'm pretty sure Other I'm host. older. Well, you know, but they've known me longer. How? We've been pals for longer. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, you know, ask everybody and they'll tell you. <laughs> but I am also a host of Cartoon Violence as a podcast, and we are here over the power of the internet with Pedro Silva of Slime Girls. Yay! Yo! What is up? It's me. I'm here. Yeah. Hey. hey and, uh, long time no see. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like a week. Yeah, yeah. A little over a well, week. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we saw you down in LA. This. We played. Uh, yeah. We played Frequency Fest 5.0 as a team of music bands. Hell that yeah. was really yeah, fun. Was great. That was a good time. And you played in two bands, right? I did. I did that thing. You've I been did. doing that lots in. lately. The two band thing. Yeah, at the same time, and um, Astro Skeleton, I play guitar and and sometimes sing. Nice. So what's the what's the main like difference between the two bands? Because the members are pretty much the same, right? Yeah, (laughs) pretty much the same. Uh, Slime Girls is my project that I started like 2012, and then um, Astro Skeleton uh, is my roommate Jackson's like project that he's like a solo thing he started like a couple years ago. Uh, He used to live in um, Oregon but moved down here to California and we're roommates. So just decided to join in. Um, but yeah, so the difference is one's mine, one's his. <laughs> cool. Do you see like a, a stylistic difference too, or is it pretty much whatever you want with which band? Uh, I think there's definitely a stylistic difference. Um, more so in music that we've been making lately. Um, Astro Skeleton definitely started off as like, like Power Supply or, or uh, freaking Dometropolis era kind of um, Gucci, like just the kind of like full band chip tune, chip rock kind of thing. Um, but definitely now is not really chip tune and it's like getting really like math rock and like kind of Ozma and Weezer power pop with some like twinkly emo and, and like um, Moog synthesizers. So that product's going in a totally crazy direction it's really fun and then slime girls is definitely like right now like in 64 era sense <laughs> yeah so yeah definitely definitely go in different places yeah it's funny you mentioned that when uh when we were down at freak fest uh, during the astrosclaton set as i like to call it uh yes i right. was really thinking i was getting an osma vibe from a lot of the like the chord changes even oh hell yeah no, yeah, me and me and Jackson both really like Ozma. Uh, Rock and Roll Part Three is like one of the best albums ever made. I think so good. Um, yeah, we we just like the song we were most excited for. Like we had practiced just over and over again and just written like before Frequency. It's a song called Curiosity, but like when Jackson was writing it, it was just just totally intended to be like a like one of those three fourth time like power pop songs like Ozma or Weezer would write. Um, yeah, very excited about it. Yeah. Cool. Well, sounding good. Hell yeah! And you. even the uh, the Slime Girls set at Freak Fest was 
so different from the other Slime Girl sets I've seen. Um, <laughs> yeah. It felt like such an experience going on up there. It had the thickness. You had, had you had some serious yeah. thickness going. Two on. melodicas and yeah. a trumpet or a trombone. Oh hell yeah! You had a uh, choir trumpet, yeah, trumpet. essentially up there at one point for the uh, for the last. <laughs> that's song. a that's a good way to put it. Yeah, we did we did have a choir um, near the end. And I then like it. You sacrificed yeah, Olaf um, to the mosh pit. Yeah, yeah, Olaf got sacrificed. Unfortunately, my best friend in the entire world, Olaf, unfortunately couldn't make it through the set. Yeah, Man. he had to go. Um, there was a lot of yeah. candy on that floor. Let me tell you what. Yeah, I didn't Doc, get any of it. Really Doc, mad. you picked some up and ate it. <laughs> I I found a Snickers that had been perfectly flattened without breaking any of the packaging, and I uh, thought oh, that's the one I want to yeah. eat. Yeah, I would I would have done that. Yeah, um, I, I, I tried know. Laffy Taffy, but it was way too melty welty. Yeah, Laffy Taffy's gross. Like, yeah, when it's like grape Laffy like, Taffy normal. is like like. Banana Laffy Taffy is the most disgusting thing ever. It's the most, it shouldn't be candy. It should be punishment. Yeah. I like think if, that's if how they torture a... people in Guantanamo. It's like, if we had, you want a Laffy like a bottom... Taffy? Sure. Oh, it's banana. Oh, no. Oh, no. You American if we had like scum. A bottom five candies, like the, the bottom, yeah. your bottom five candies, what oh. would they be? Because mine, mine would be banana Laffy Taffy, circus peanuts, and then candy corn, and then probably uh, dots. I yeah, like oh, I like dots. dots. Right. I'd put Boston baked beans down but, uh, there on that list. That... Banana runts also are disgusting. Yeah. Oh, Banana okay, flavor yeah. in anything is just gross. Oh man, what what was it? Uh, good and plenties. Have you had those? <laughs> good and plenty. They're like they're like little tiny like rabbit turds of licorice dipped in like sugar. <laughs> oh, jimmies. jujubes. Ugh. Ew. The worst Ugh. texture. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. These are all bad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some bad candy out there. Oh, wait, there's this, like, velvet candy, this, like, British velvet candy that's the most disgusting Can, thing in the world. There's some it's bad like Mexican flour. candies, too. It's like Yeah, purple. there's a lot of bad Mexican yeah. candy. Can like, are you tamarind on a spoon? Yeah, are you pro or con candy tamarind, Pedro? What is that? Tamarind? It's like a weird fruit. You know, it's the Juaritos. Juaritos has a tamarind yeah. flavor. Yeah, they yeah. have a good one, but have you ever like, seen those the candy itself is gross. That yeah. are just covered in red sticky gunk. It's disgusting. They also that's have that like sounds familiar. What are they? Are they like prune pits or something? Covered in tamarind? That's I'm, I don't know. There's I'm pretty sure stuff. the I'm pretty sure the British make the the worst candy and the best candy though. <laughs> like have you ever had it? I haven't had it. I don't know. I don't know. There's this thing called a crunchy. It's like this it's like honey, like dried crispy honey thing. Dipped in chocolate, that's pretty good. And I'm pretty sure that's... Yeah, I don't think I've had any exclusively British candy. Like, I, the the area I live in, it's, like, nothing but, like, imports from, like, Europe and oh, stuff. Shit. Yeah. They have some of the same stuff there that they have in Canada, like, different flavored Kit Kats, and they've got oh, the, yeah. the Aero mm -hmm. Bars with the air bubbles in them. I think Japanese really got the best candy, though. Yeah, overall, lot, yeah, a lot of good candy. Anytime you go to like a Japanese market, um, dude, I, I less man. less on the gum. Like my favorite kind of candies are gummies and like sour gummies mm. and like Japan, less so in that regard. Preaching to the choir over here. Gummy is uh, gummy is my favorite <laughs> food group. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel that. If there's like a gummy thing that I've never had, I will buy it just to try it. And I know it's the same old gummy. That's yeah. the other thing is they have like. These Haribo imports that I've never seen anywhere else at the market down the street. They have like a grab bag and it'll have like 
egg yolk gummies with like a little like it's like a marshmallow gummy thing with like a little yellow gummy egg in the middle yolk it's that's pretty weird but then there's also cola bottles in there and like stars and like all sorts of weird random shapes you've never seen anywhere they had they had mouths like tongue like like tongues out that you can buy yeah they've they've had noses it's like weird it's grotesque yeah it sounds weird but i like it i would try it gummies in general i'm down they had smiling spideys forget it (laughs) let's talk about music yeah, I was gonna say, but yeah, but none of it's it, as it, sweet it, as the grooves that you lay down in the two bands that you are in. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Um, Which one's gonna yeah. release the next thing? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I mean, I just released like two EPs of Slime Girls. Uh, I'm pretty sure, actually, yeah, there'll be an Astroskeleton album out, like hopefully ASAP. <laughs> let's let's say that. Let's go with that. So it'll be out Astro yesterday. Skeleton. Yeah, I'll be out yesterday. Yeah. So, um, how long have you yeah, been doing chiptunes for now? Uh, since 2012 is when I released the first Slime Girls thing. So, so about four years? Like 40 years, yeah. 40 years. Cool. 40 years. 50. Um, the last 40 years of my life have been dedicated to that. So, it's it's been a pretty good ride. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. The, uh, that, yeah, the Slime Girls set of frequency, I was really happy with it. Um, pretty much any excuse to get anybody that i know that plays anything on stage is i'm down with that so that's kind of that's kind of the idea behind that oh man <laughs> i play i play mandolin i'm just saying i'm Fuck. just throwing that out there let's do it if you ever okay. need some you ever need some killer mandolin licks i can play the electric kazoo like a madman we both Shit. have elect- electrical kazoos yeah i remember being when we recorded that one time at the place with you guys, there's lots of lots of good instruments on that big wall. Yeah, a lot, you of, were, good, uh, a lot of good Casios. Yeah, you oh, were on yeah. Bloops and Bleeps, which was a show we used to do out of our studio when we had a studio. Yeah, that was good times. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I totally forgot to put your guitarist speed in the broadcast. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember listening to it. And I was like, oh, this sounds weird, but you know what? It's fine. It's yeah, the good. the vagaries like, of and, having to run different audio paths for one instrument between PA and broadcast kind of slipped by me in that case. That's it's all good. It was just a good time doing it. Yeah, it, good fun. It worked out. We had fun. People watched it on the internet. People, yeah, uh, yeah. and like we're still here. We're still rocking. Now it's a podcast. We're still here. It's now so it's, good, and it's actually fucking okay. easier. It's way fucking easier. <laughs> yeah, Much not easier. having to have things live and synchronizing uh-huh. video and audio live, it's a lot easier. Man, podcasts but... are the future because you can edit them. <laughs> I do love podcasts. So Here we okay, are. What's, on one. what's what's your favorite podcasts? What do you listen to? Uh, my favorite podcast is definitely my Bam Bam, uh, brother, my brother and me. Um, it's the best. It's a favorite, easily. That's all I got. That's the only podcast I listen to. Oh, <laughs> Professor, nice. favorite podcast. Oh, man. How did this get made is probably oh, what I actually, listen to Oh, actually, I used to most. listen to How Did This Get Made. I probably listened to like maybe like 20 or 25 about They're all good. Yeah. I forgot about How Did This Get Made shit. Yeah, I, I listen to The Nerdist a lot just because they interview interesting people sometimes. I don't listen to every episode, but like... I listen to it a lot. It's hard to know. They're, they're yeah. what, 500 episodes in or so? Yeah. I think Comedy Bang Bang and Doug Loves Movies flip back and forth as my favorite. 
Those are both good podcasts. Yeah, we uh, we got uh, a shout out on Doug Loves Movies uh, this hey. month. Hey, so shout out to Doug Loves Movies. Yeah, thanks hey. thanks for the the five thousand hits in one day to our website. Hey, <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, we normally get about a thousand a day, and the day Doug mentioned us on the podcast, we got five thousand. So hey. hi, Doug Loves Movies fans, if you're out hey. there. Yeah, if you're listening to this, thanks for joining us on this wild ride. Um, but we're not here to talk about ourselves that much. No, just no, just a just a smosh. Um, so man, what what drew you? Like you, I mean, it's very apparent that you've been heavily influenced by anime, and like you have like certain like pop aesthetics to your to your style and like the stuff that you create for your band. Like, um, is that what drew you to chiptunes in the first place, or like is it just a natural combination of all of your um, inspiration? Definitely natural combination. I. F- feel like with the visual styles and like the anime influence and all that kind of stuff like i feel like when i started out making ship to none of that was like popular or prevalent in the like, this people with another people that made ship i'm pretty sure like the only other person that had like an anime girl on their album covers was like proto dome and that was it um so yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of, it's just kind of stuff I like and stuff I thought looked cool <laughs> and it was like or or artists or artist friends that I I like their art styles and it was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to put everything I like into my music and associate it with it. Nice. Um, but no. then yeah, I think obviously in the past like 3 4 years like the kind of anime aesthetic or whatever the hell you want to call it is kind of gotten real like popular and that's fine it's so it's just kind of worked out for you like, yeah, yeah a little a little bit yeah. a little bit i i don't know maybe like you're just doing what you love and the and the people people respond to it i think it's like that that group that young group that's kind of now that anime has been like become a staple import Mm-hmm. You know, because like when I was growing up, it's like I'd seen Akira and stuff like that, but it's you were limited to whatever blockbuster video. Yeah, you had to hunt yeah. out yeah. The, the real stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Like I remember I re- when Dragon Ball Z came to America, and like my friend's like kid brother was like, "Dude, bro, have you heard about this Dragon Ball Z show, bro? You <laughs> like that anime shit, right?" <laughs> like, and I was Hell like, yeah. "Oh yeah, totally." Yeah, like I think I was, I think like the this generation that I that I was am definitely like right on the border end of where that was still a thing because like I remember being younger and like yeah like there like tsunami was a thing so like you got what was on there but then like yeah. dude there's some good stuff on there yeah yeah, yeah. But, like you like it just started you know like when I was a kid it was like when it was like just starting and it was like that but then you'd also like. I'd, you'd go to like Suncoast or yeah, Blockbuster yeah. even, and like see things. Oh my god, like, I would What's just that? stare. That looks cool. I would yeah, just exactly. stare at like, shit in Suncoast and be like, "What could I download off the internet?" Nice. See, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I because I was poor. That. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. I, I I wish I had thought of that as a kid. I wish I knew that I could just pirate things. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. My friends and I would like find the booth at the computer trade show that had all the anime VCDs. And like oh, find the yeah. weirdest tentacle porn we could. God, nice. That's, um, <laughs> that's my dog. <laughs> Explains a lot, doesn't it? 
Um, here's here's another thing I was wondering. You do a lot of anime covers. You do a lot of like stuff inspired by uh by that. Uh, but you also do you do a cover of Linda Linda. Now, were you just a fan? Have you seen the movie? Yeah, I have. Is, okay, is that really why good. you do the cover? I was always curious about that. Uh, it's or... kind of, it's part of the reason. Like, um, definitely when I started getting into Japanese music, like I think the Blue Hearts are a band that are like kind of a lot of people know about or get into. If like, yeah, if you're if you're someone who is interested in Japanese music, and it's oh. like you're going beyond just like like j-pop it's like okay what what's like japanese punk it's like okay well you look up the blue hearts and it's like this is cool and they write really good music um and then around the same time i i saw the movie um linda 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 which it's a really good movie i own that movie actually really really like it um saw it at a pretty pivotal time in life um so yeah it just seemed just seemed like a natural thing to do because it's fun to sing and it's a fun song and it's 210 bpm so it's fun yeah, <laughs> yeah you got those you you keep it you keep it rocking for sure that's, <laughs> i think that's my favorite thing about your music because i'm not really a like slow music guy it's got its place and it's tasteful and like uh you know when we do our bowie list you know later on in the show we'll, we'll talk about that later but like you know i i mean when i go to a concert like I grew up listening to like punk and going uh-huh. to punk shows and stuff like that. So I really like just driving fast, like chunk, chunk, chunk with like cool melodies and stuff. No, for sure. Especially when it comes to live shows for me. Yeah. Like, like I think there's a lot of slime girl songs that are like somewhere between like even like 70 BPM all up to like, like 120 and i'm just like these are all great i like all these songs a lot but like when it comes to making live live sets it's just like i want to play every single song i have that's like 180 plus yeah don't take this don't take this the wrong the wrong way but i'll listen to your stuff sometimes and i'll feel like this is either like the intro music for a like cool like futuristic racing game or it's like the opening to an anime or the closing titles or something like that Sometimes when I listen I'm, to I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm okay yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think I, I just, like, on the, on the uh, I released two EPs, like, in the last, like, three months, and, like, one of the songs on there is 255 BPM, and that's the fastest song I've ever written. Nice. <laughs> I'm very happy with it. Yeah. So you're doing, you're doing music full-time now, right? Like, this is, like, your career at the moment? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. For the for the last I moved to LA in April and since then, yeah. That's it. Doing music full time. You you um, moved to LA and you've got the yeah. you've got the look, you've got the style, Bruh. you've got the songs. It's Bruh, time to yeah, make barf. you famous. Um, I guess so. That's that's me right now. Um <laughs> yeah, mostly just doing the merch game, doing the band camp and the spotify and then playing a bunch of shows and nice doing like freelance work here and there um, like what are your it's pretty much it right now so people you like people are discovering you and you're getting new fans and like yeah it's going oh. it's going pretty good I, I feel like the next logical step is i need to actually play shows out of state <laughs> yeah and go on a tour or something but that'll happen i'm working on that nice cool world uh, tour 2016 slime girls and astro slime in the world Hope I mean ideally, fuck. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Oh, is this a this is a this is a cussing podcast, right? I can cuss. Oh, you can fuck say yeah. whatever the fuck you want. I mean Hell yeah. Shit, fuck titties. Fuck. 
Yeah, now we gotta got put it. that little red E on it. Oh, man. Okay. Mm, God, it. It's been on every episode, but I think it's also on every episode <laughs> of every good podcast has a swear yeah. in it. Probably. At least one good yeah, okay. fucking shit swear. Man, I bought the... So I got the Mega Man helmet in the mail today, the, like, Capcom one. It doesn't oh, fit my giant head. Doesn't fit my giant head. Do, Do they come in multiple one? sizes? Oh. No, it's just one size fits all. Right, all I'm gonna try, let me take my glasses thought, off. I'll try being Mega Man. I thought it was adjustable. I thought well, it, it is if a... you have like a Dremel tool. Yeah. <laughs> oh so. wow! It opens up. It's like a. I, I didn't put batteries in it because of my disappointment. Oh, what does it do? Does it light up? Yeah, it lights up on the sides. You gotta <laughs> lift it up. What are you doing? Oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I wasn't sure what orientation it was handed to me in, and. It... Can you lock it either? No, your head's. Know. You've got. You've got too big of a head too. Ow. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's pinching my face. Okay, Ow, clip, clip my the sides neck. off. <laughs> All right, I'm mostly in a Mega Man helmet, and I feel like I might have hurt myself. Hold on. <laughs> and Oops. if it goes any more forward, like the peak between the eyes is actually gonna poke a hole in my nose. Okay. I'll get like a Mega Man nose piercing. Let me get a good picture of you, dog. Pretend I've got an arm blaster. <laughs> You've just got a fist blaster, I guess. <laughs> That's my, my terrorist fist bump Mega Man. All right, there you go. At least somebody got to wear it. All right, check the oh. show notes or check our Twitter for that image or something. At any rate. um, So we're both going to be on a compilation coming up here in a minute. I think oh, we true. can talk about it, right? Yeah. I mean, we were we were both just on the frequency sampler too, right? Or... Oh, true. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> I, forgot, I, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, like uh, people can go. To, we'll put a link to uh, the Frequency Fest 5.0. How do I unlock it? I'm stuck. There's buttons on the inside. Buttons um, on the inside. Yeah, hold on. Like, I can't reach in there. <laughs> you're you're right. stuck. You're Keep right talking. I'll just try to get okay. out of this Mega Man helmet. So, what, uh, so you're going to. Uh, Astro Skeleton's doing uh, a song for it, and uh, is Slime Girl's going to be on there as well? Are you going to like double dip? Uh, ideally, yeah. I think we're I think we're both doing stuff. I gotta get back on the ball on that because get on the ball. Be Come on, because uh, uh, what Astro Skeleton? You guys did a cover of the Steven Universe theme. Yeah, yeah. So for like, I don't know how. I don't remember when we started doing that, but. Um, yeah, live we cover the Steven Universe opening song, um, mm. like the, like the like the like the pilot version, super the, extended yeah. version, verse. super yeah. extended. Yeah, every every tempo version. Every, yeah, yeah. I think there was like a I think there was a bossa nova version in there. There at was one point. um, yeah. There is uh, when we do it live. There's usually like. We, we usually figure out how long a set the venue wants us to play and then we're like okay our set is 20 minutes and then we add like a 10 minute noise breakdown for Steven Universe <laughs> like just just at the end um, yeah so you, so you sometimes it's like a 2 minute noise breakdown sometimes it's a 5 minute noise breakdown sometimes it's an hour long noise breakdown um, but yeah it's fun <laughs> Nice. What's your so? What's your fandom like right now? Like, what kind of uh, how many people are going to your places? To get your Wait, fans, like roughly, like oh, like for shows stuff. Well, not just for shows, but online. Like, like what's your how how much has your audience grown in like um, last, since moving? I have no idea how to calculate that. I I, I think about that often. What's your like, clout score, bro? Yeah, like what? How do I how do I find that out? Like between all the social media sites and stuff, and like people that 
don't follow me on social media but probably still buy stuff like i don't know how to calculate that like because i like for me it's weird to me that like people buy my album on itunes and like not Bandcamp. like this weird to me like why would you do that i don't know but they do um so i don't know i'm gonna say at least 10 people um not more than 18,000 not more than that okay but oh. more than 10 prices right rules closest without going yeah. over all right then you know if I'm ever on prices right if someone bids like a dollar over my thing i might just deck them yeah I, that's like <laughs> the dickest move ever hey don't don't hate the player hate the game I I will I could hate everything I could hate whatever I want it's America <laughs> it's Professor Robot's hate corner let with me, Professor Robot some like Andy Rooney shit <laughs> let me tell you something about the Price is Right I, oh, yeah that's my Andy Rooney impersonation it's very Andy Dick it bordering on some Paul Lind Andy well. Rooney Dick uh yeah <laughs> let's talk about Slime Girls. So you're you're you've done a lot of different incarnations of your band, like your backing band. Oh, true. Yeah. So like you've I've seen you play just like you and a drummer, you and a bassist, you and two guitarists. Like where are you at now? Right now, what's your what's your what's your live uh, set? Like? Right now, I have like sometimes I do solo shows that are just me and a laptop and like a bunch of instruments, and then the like full band one right now is me. On guitar and vocals and all the backing tracks and stuff and then we have a drummer a bassist and another guitarist um that's kind of like the most that's kind of like the ideal setup um and then like switching off like sometimes yeah like a melodica or like any random instruments or whatever the songs need um that's kind of yeah that's kind of the ideal setup that's what it's at right now but yeah you know i've played shows before that's like just me and a drummer me like, you know, two guitars, drums, et cetera, like, whatever. whatever. It's basically just whatever works and whoever is in town and whoever is available and whoever wants to learn songs and just figuring it out. <laughs> how, how easy is it to keep the energy up when it's just you versus, like, an entire band? Because, like, you know, having a live drummer and, like, all that wall mm-hmm. of noise that, like, instruments create, definitely. Yeah, like... I like, I prefer doing the full band stuff. Um, like, there are instances where I th- I think, like, doing stuff solo makes more sense like sometimes like if I'm playing a show with like a lot more like electronic artists or DJs like um like it's just a different kind of energy that mm-hmm. I like um so usually just get really drunk um and then, and then it's easy to be energetic <laughs> and fun can we um, quote that usually I get yeah. really drunk and then it's easy and then it's easy yeah exactly true um, for many things but, yeah, full band it's just extremely easy to get into like just fun hype mode so yeah. Yeah, I mean, it all depends. It depends on the crowd. It depends on, like, how loud it is for me. Like, if there's a good sound system or not. Like, the the worst is when you're trying to, like, play, a, like, like, a more dancey electronic set or something. And, like, there's just a shitty punk rock venue PA that has, like, no subwoofer. And there's just, there's just no low end. Oh, so you don't. Nothing's uh, good. Punk venues but, are the best and the worst. Yeah, exactly. Like um, people at punk venues tend to be like pretty cool folks, you know. But then the sound system is always like something that they dug out of like 
dumpster diving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it's, some guy so. that's, like, a quote-unquote hacker has, like, done all the soldering on it because he's a quote-unquote <laughs> expert. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's, it's a crapshoot. You get um, shocked when you touch I'm, the mic. Uh, that's the worst. Yeah. One time I, like, I had, like, a cavity in the front of my tooth. I was playing a show, and, like, yeah, the, the wiring was all shitty or whatever shit was going on and like i i touched the touched the mic with my like cavity tooth and like on accident just like got shoved into it and like Oy. holy crap that was the worst feeling i've ever felt it was just like i don't, I don't, uh, know. I don't know how to describe it it's yeah. just like a weird yeah gross Ouch. but uh, yeah i feel i have sympathy pain for you now even years later. <laughs> yeah a moment of silence yeah. please uh, oh, yeah man. Uh, I like an I like a I like an hour long silence gap put into this podcast. Yeah. Do that oh, in post. Well, speaking of moments of silence, oh, oh man, oh, has man. it been a rough fucking year already for music and art and entertainment and yeah. culture? Fuck, a of, dude. A lot of people dying at sixty nine and seventy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Abe Vigoda. It is abledead.com yeah, now reads yes for the first time ever. God. Sad face. Oh. It's oh. always gonna it's gonna read he, yes he, forever. He was definitely much older though. He was ninety two. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good that's a yeah. long that's a, that's a long time. That's acceptable, I think. But yeah, oh man. I mean we lost Lemmy, we lost um that Bowie guy. We lost David Bowie. Well, I was trying to, you know, recall everybody else because a lot of a lot of musicians just said the drummer from the Specials died. Oh yeah, that was that was not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. There was, was another drummer who had also played with Bowie. Yeah, you know? Bowie's uh, other drummer at, was sixty two and passed away. And then yeah. Alan Rickman died. Yeah, that's died. really sad. Now Damn. I'm going to get all of his voice work though. <laughs> so I mean, you gonna be in the Galaxy of, Quest sequel for him? Uh yeah. By the horn of Grabnar, he shall be avenged. That was that was really good. That was, that was a really good impression. That was that was, yeah. that was really good. These these savings are out of this world. I think you got the job. God damn it! Thank you, Harry God Potter. Damn it! You're a Fucking wizard or some shit. I never read the books or saw the movies. I wanted Sorry, to man. bang your mother, Harry Potter. Spot on. <laughs> All right. But I mean, fucking the Bowie, but man, I don't think I've ever cried when a musician has passed away before. Like, I, I was like, I think I was just in an emotional place in general, though. When I heard about David Bowie, like I've just had like some personal losses recently, and oh, it was here. well, I'm not like trying to get into that, but it was just like <laughs> you know a lot of stuff just kind of came to a head for me, so it was just like the timing was like very relevant. Yeah, I, it hit I me hard too. Um, the last the last time I can remember a musician hitting me that hard was in uh, Elliot Smith killed himself on my birthday, which was a great way to wake up. Um, oh jeez! Man, imagine I, being born on September 11th. Yeah, that, like, that's like, I think you got it all right. Man. Yeah, but uh, no, I think I also realized that in addition to just like liking a lot of David Bowie's music, as somebody who performs live in a costume, <laughs> playing music, like he was more costume what he, uh, outfit? <laughs> he he took on personas. Yeah, like but 
you know, as as a musical performer, he was an influence in more ways than I even realized while he was alive. And they all just kind of sunk in. I think he was the first performer that understood how to be, yeah, like very androgynous and like continually change. Yeah, and like also who he like, was and like you he know, realized his music was a visual medium in the in the twenty first century. You know, yeah, like and that's an important thing. He he provided more than just the music and the persona. It was a whole experience. Yeah, and like you wouldn't have. Marilyn Manson, uh, or Lady Gaga, or or any of a dozen other performers without mm-hmm. David Bowie. Feel that? Hell yeah! Yeah. So uh, yeah, that... there is there's there's so much to be said about David Bowie's legacy and impact on music. I feel for sure, and yeah. like yeah, just personally, yeah, like I'm a very big David Bowie fan musically. Like hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very very sad. Fuck. But his music has already been sung in space. Yeah. Like. <laughs> humanity is in no danger of forgetting david bowie and i think that's great absolutely yeah totally i mean there aren't i don't know it's like we're, when you think about music today you think about artists that have like an, any sort of lasting impact it's like really tough to name somebody that isn't just like a kind of a flavor of the, of the month like thing that's like put out there to make money and then be recycled into the next thing or whatever you know, uh, so, sure. so it's like, we're, like musical, like we're getting to a point where like a lot of musical icons like that are left are going to start disappearing. And I think it's going to be the, the end of a lot of the or, organicness of music, I guess you would say organic. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. Cause it's not like these sounds that they're using aren't necessarily or made from like guitars or things like that. Um, but it's people, but they were composers, they were songwriters and like, that's kind of dying off a lot, you know, as people just go to like three day raves. Well, I think the, the com- music's yeah. always been a commodity, but commodity music is so much bigger now than it's ever been that it drowns yeah. out some of the creative voices. But if you look for them, they're always there and there's always new ones. There's and- always a slime girl or an astroskeleton <laughs> out there somewhere just waiting to be discovered. I think, and I mean, for sure, yeah. I, I think I, there's always going to be creative people doing interesting and new things with all types of music, whether that's uh-huh. you know, but it's just like made entirely on computers. Whether it's DJing, whether it's you know, rock music, whether it's anything, I think there's always going to be that. Yeah. It's just yeah, it is harder to pinpoint that now, though. Yeah, yeah, it's like harder to culturally stick, but I think what you see is people like can now now that like. Flavor is so selective. I mean, people are discovering you through a lot of different resources, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're not necessarily coming out to your shows, but they might see some of your art online or buy some of your merchandise or listen cetera, to something. Yeah. yeah. So people like it's a self-discovery thing. So it's not necessarily that it's 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 niche. It's more niche, which is, I guess, good and bad. Like, I think there needs to be overlap for people to kind of be more eclectic but i mean i think yeah. it's i think it's good i mean and really what you're doing is kind of an overlap of different styles you know i mean what do you, what like if you were like a chip subgenre what would it be like would you would you consider yourself like chip punk or something like that i honestly have no idea <laughs> i don't even <laughs> yeah I have, I have no fucking clue you like, don't see genre yeah just like what i don't know 
uh, I don't know. Whatever people want to call me, it's fine. I guess like whatever they think it is or whatever. It's fucking yeah. beautiful, man. That's what it is. <laughs> there you it's go. Fucking it's fucking beautiful. beautiful. I'm gonna start tagging all my iTunes. Like just all my music, beautiful. It's just fucking beautiful, man. You can quote me on that. Professor Robot cartoon <laughs> violence. It's just Sorry. fucking beautiful, man. I won't count for anything. That might actually <laughs> lose you some sales. Fuck no! <laughs> I'll put it on the back of the albums. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful, man. I should start like some sort of Oprah Book of the Month Club sort of thing. Yeah, what's okay. your book this yeah, month? Yeah, like. <laughs> Wait, but why? I don't know. <laughs> oh man! Great idea. Did you see Oprah's <laughs> new commercial? It's the worst thing ever. It's all like it keeps topping up on Hulu, and it's just like Thank Oprah's. God. is like, oh my god, I love bread, 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 bread. Me, Oprah. Me, eat I mean, bread. Me, can, lose weight, though. That's so You, woman, you lose weight to eating bread. And it can just be the fucking cookie monster being like, Are you ready? Me, love, eat cookie. Yum, 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 cookie all day long. Yum, yum, yum. Well, but me, lose well, weight. Yeah. Me, me, eat healthy cookie. Both of these things are things that are, are content I can relate to, though. Yeah. Do you love bread, Pedro? <laughs> I love bread. What's bread. your favorite bread? <laughs> Sourdough bread. Oh, Good man. answer. Do, do you make your own? Do you have your own starter? I wish. That'd be sick. But no, unfortunately. Oh, man. What the fuck, dude? I'm sorry. You're not a true on, artist man. until you make your own sourdough. Fuck. <laughs> oh, what's your, all right. I wanted you to be ready. What's your favorite anime? You watch a lot of anime, I'm oh, assuming. Oh, God. Um, fuck. I don't. Do I was you, supposed to think about this. So I didn't fucking oh, do that. Can you um, name off five, like off the top of your head? Uh, I got ping pong. Never heard of um, it. It's a sports anime. Is it's it like about ping pong? Long. Yeah, ping pong. It's about some friends who play ping pong, and <laughs> says a lot about drive and like why people, you know do what they do as far as like their passion and like, honor right there's always got to be oh, honor right not, not about honor mostly about competition and like yeah what it means to compete against someone else if i do it's my really best i can win and like no not uh, even that sort of thing it's it's not like a typical anime like like yeah like it's not like a shonen like dragon ball z kind of like i believe in my friends type of thing it's no uh, it's a very serious but really funny and goofy and, and really heartfelt just look at competitiveness and why people play sports but it doesn't have to apply to sports it applies to anything really it's really good uh ping pong um i'm a big fan of kino's journey which is it's a real, real real good show about this uh person that goes on a little adventure through different countries it's really philosophical it's really good um gosh i don't know what let me let me um let me think. What about uh? So uh, while you're thinking, I'm gonna name off a couple of mine. Uh, they're probably pretty generic, but Fully Cooly. Good. It's probably one of, probably my favorite anime ever. Uh, I love Cowboy Bebop. Hell yeah! I can never get enough Cowboy Bebop. Um, man, I like Akira. I like the Akira comic books more than I like uh, the movie. I heard they uh, make a lot more sense, like plot. Yes, wise. it like, makes. It's a dude. They're like huge thick novels there's like six of them and it makes total sense you understand why characters do what they do 
And like they, they shouldn't have crammed it all into one movie. They need to make, give it to Terry Gilliam, let him make a trilogy, <laughs> which is what they sick. should have done with the Watchmen. Um, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And in two, what else I got? Oh, uh, I love Macross a lot, which was, was hey. Robotech. Yeah, yeah Robotech, dude. I that yeah. shit was around when I was a kid. I grew up watching yeah. Robotech. Yeah, yeah, fucking Hunter. Min May. Do you cover any do you cover Min May stuff ever? I really have wanted to cover um Sunset Beach or um, Oh It's pretty much just Sunset Beach. I, I really want to cover Sunset Beach someday. Let's uh, uh let's talk. Let's talk after okay. this. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to tear up some <laughs> chip mandolin. Fuck. I'm gonna get chip yeah. Grass. That song's just real good. Real Let's good do a chip grass cover of it. Oh god, fuck, fuck, well, hell yeah! Can you play um, banjo? Gosh, what else do I? Can like? you play the banjo, um, Pedro? Uh, I can play a banjo if it's tuned like a guitar. So tune it like a guitar. Know. Who cares? <laughs> fuck it. There's no fuck rules. It. There's no rules. Um, gosh, what else do I like? Uh, I like Card Capture Sakura a lot, and I'm gonna say Kaon. I don't know. Those are the top five things I can name off my head. Top of my head. Speaking of top five things. Hey, oh. is it time for the top five list? Yeah, I think I think we can cram a top five list in here. Let's cram a top five list in here. That's fuck. That, fuck. We don't have fuck. a top five list theme. You wanna write a top five list theme, Pedro? Did you a write top, one wait, for us? A top five list theme. Um Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> you got it. Alright. You got it right now. So the way this works is that you're going to start reading off your number five David Bowie song. And okay. then I'm going to say my five and Prof will say his five and then you'll do your four and then on down. And then we got to figure out something to do that somebody can win if there's a collision. Uh, I think it's going to be David Bowie impressions. You're, so the judge will pick a phrase for the two people to say in their best David Bowie and then pick the winner. Okay. Yeah. And when you, so if, so this is what, yeah, if we have matching songs on our list. So if you have, okay. if, if, if I say a song and it's on your list, you got to go, oh, 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 oh. Okay. A little time. Okay. You can add um, that if you want, but no. that is, that is our buzzing word this week. Oh, 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 oh. Instead of, eh, it's, oh, 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 oh. All right. All right. All right, let's so do this. let's do this. Uh, as our guest, Pedro, you get to go first. Okay, my so my number five is this latest life on Mars. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I, I, we <laughs> have no way of resolving a three way tie. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is. <laughs> I, I I think, I think tie we'll, goes to the runner. I think since you're our guest and it's a three way tie. Yeah, I we'll think be we have courteous. To give up life on Mars to you, Pedro. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's my number one, but you can have it as your number five. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just because all five of these songs are are equal to me. Yeah, I don't I don't put mine in any particular order. Yeah, same. Yeah, I. It's I, hard I to, but you have to. Otherwise, it's not a list. It's just a clump. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Top five clumps. I do. I do do. There's a little bit of prioritizing. It's psychological though. You got to be able to make the top five list in order to have it. So there you go. You win. Congratulations. (laughs) You're (laughs) the goblin king of the week. So you get to, you get to keep it. Uh, Okay. 
I think for for uh, my number five, I'll have to go with Andy Warhol. Not on my list. And I don't Not think it's either. on Pedro's list. Really good claps, though, in that song. Yeah, I just, I can't get enough of the melody line of the chorus. It's just... Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. That's a good song. It. I like it. Uh, I got Oh You Pretty Things. Not on my list either, but... Good yeah, one. yeah. It's just like that piano and the way that, like... The instrumentation just comes in on the chorus and really drives it home. Like, it's got a nice, nice contrast going on. It's a good song. It's oh, about yeah. aliens coming down from outer space, but, but what Bowie song is <laughs> Oh, look, more aliens have come. What are we doing? We're enjoying it, I suppose. <laughs> um, so, I guess um, we're on to number four. Yeah, number four. Uh, my number four is Modern Love. Oh, uh, 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 God. <laughs> I guess uh. I guess I'm going to judge your Bowie's. Okay. All right, what's what? What do we have to say, Bowie-ified? Could someone open this pickle jar for me? All right, give me a sec. All right, are you ready to go, oh, Doc? Man, could someone open this? Pickle jar for me. Ooh. Oh, we were uh, to sing it or say it like you can uh, either one. say it. if that's how he thinks Bowie would say it. Oh fuck! I forgot to swear. Oh, because nah, swearing always wins God. for me. It doesn't mean it's gonna it's win. Fair. Nah, I think it's... you got this one. I can't, no. I can't compete on that one. Let me no, give it a try. You never know. Oh, it was the sentence again. <laughs> can someone open this pickle jar for me? God. Oh my God. How's David Bowie? Can some, no, I can't do this. You guys have got me at the word. I didn't know the challenge would be in, in uh, impersonations. So automatic loss. Of these. Okay, who can you do an do impersonation it. of? Literally nobody. Really? Like, give me a give me a different like. Give me a different. I need a different challenge. Can, can you, Pedro from Slam Girls, do an, your best impersonation of Pedro from Astro Skeleton? <laughs> yeah, it goes like this. Uh, hi, I'm I'm playing an Astro Skeleton. Check these songs out. <laughs> It's really good. That's it's the best impersonation. Well, you I've didn't done. say the phrase, so I'm afraid I got to give this one to the doc. Crap. You're right. All right. <laughs> you didn't say the right phrase. I knew swell <laughs> love. Oh, man. So, so that means that you're going to have to pick an alternate for this, okay. uh, for alternate, this number. Uh, alternate would be Man Who Sold the World. Oh, I, was, I thought this would be on someone else's list, so I did not pick it. Nice. Ha. Nice. Fuck you both. It's a, it's a great song though. <laughs> yeah. So is so then song. is it my number four or are we on to three? So wait, I'm wait, did you hear the David Bowie version before the Nirvana version? Uh yes. Okay. I, I didn't actually it. you know what's really cool is I I um I don't know if anyone played Metal Gear Solid Five, but that version that's in there yeah. is really, really good. It's like yeah. Classic. I'm I'm actually playing the crap out of Metal Gear Solid Five. Word. Still. Yeah, that version. That version is super good. Are you on um, the PS4? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. we gotta be friends. I don't have any base friends. Oh to, shit! Like, okay. Build up my yeah, it's not, or whatever. It's it's not my PS4, but I'll see what I can do. Man, yeah, I'm playing the. I'm like pretty much Metal Gear Solid Five is a game. We go around sending everyone to the Rapture while picking flowers. Like you just put balloons on everything. Yeah. Like. I feel that. Are, are yeah. there any Bowie songs in that game? Yeah, the man who sold the world is in it. Yeah, but it's like not the Bowie version. It's some kind yeah, of it's some it's some like it. DJ techno funky fresh remix. Boo. 
Yeah, well, it's 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 like someone, it's like an artist who's like the recording is from uh-huh. like the eighties. It's like the early eighties recording, but it's some uh-huh. other person I've never heard of um, doing yeah. this really interesting cover of it. Really like it though. Yeah, it works for the game. Yeah, it's super good. For sure. Oh. So, so my uh, my number four is Cat People. Oh, putting uh, out fire, wow. putting out fire with gasoline. Yeah, that song is awesome. I love. I that almost song. put that on my list. I'm, I'm a sucker for that entire album. Let's dance. Yeah, I mean it's the yeah. only mm-hmm. Bowie I've ever owned on vinyl, and I put it on regularly. Oh, shit. Under the moonlight, the serious moonlight. Uh oh, no spoilers. <laughs> uh oh. What's your What's your number four, dude? Moon Age Daydream. Ooh. Good one. Nice. Like, I'm, I'm an alligator. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama papa coming for you. I can't remember all the words. I looked them I'm up. They make, invader. they make no sense. Don't worry. That was one of the first songs I yeah. ever learned how to play on guitar. Yeah. I think I think punk Bowie is like, I don't know. I'm like I already mentioned loving punk. So the, the more punk it is, the more likely it is to end up on my list, I guess. Hell yeah. Yeah. All but, right. Number three then? Number three. Three is Heroes, but the single version. Uh, is that like thirty seconds shorter? It's like a, it's like three minutes shorter. <laughs> the way they made the guitar on that is insane. They just had the guy go in and like record the part like a few times, then they blended it all together, and that's lit like crazy tone that you get on the lead. Yeah, it's super tight. I mostly just like that. I I really really like Bowie's vocal performance on the yeah. on that song in general, but also the single one. Gets gets really shouty, you know. Like yeah, it's emotion. It's emotional. I think is what's really cool about it. And it's like the thing about that song is it's so great, but everybody has also covered it at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Like I don't like any. I don't like any of the covers of it. Yeah, it's like just that song should just be left alone at this point. I feel like that. That's true. Because you really can't. There's like some songs that's just like there's an essence to them, and that's Mm. definitely one of them. Also figured it would be on somebody's list, so I didn't pick it. Nice. Speaking of probably on somebody's list, my number three David Bowie song is Starman. Oh, 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 oh. In the same spot, too. Yep. So, Pedro, you have to... Number two. <laughs> no, he, he sang, he sang oh, 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 as well. I oh, you it. did? Yeah, yeah, we're tie. all... Oh, shit. Tie. So, tie goes to the Pedro. Tie goes Fuck. to the Pedro. <laughs> That's which right. means that I'm going to have to put five years in as my number three. Ooh. Oh, thank God. I did not okay. put that on here. That's a very what good song. That's almost on my list, too. That was actually... I have that written down as a potential backup. One of three. Now I'm, like, trying to figure out which backup I want to put on because they're all so good. <laughs> oh, man. Now the trouble is there's too, too much Bowie that's tasty. Um, That's always a problem. <laughs> oh man, you know what? Because I don't think it's gonna show up on either of your guys' list. I'm gonna put fashion. Ooh, not on my list at all. Ooh, but bop, 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 bop. it's like the most '80s Bowie song ever. It sounds like M. <laughs> yeah, pop, listen to me. Pop, you don't listen music, to me. Pop, pop. It does. Music. It's like all over the place. I mean, yeah. I could have put one of the better ones on there. I just wanted to move things along a little bit. Hey, no, that's a great song. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is that uh, number two? We are the Gun Squad, and we're coming to town. Uh, that Pedro. was my number two, yeah. That what was, was your number two? two? Oh. Was Starman? Yeah. So, Starman know it. so let's talk about favorite. Starman. What a great fucking song that is. That's what? also been covered a lot. Yeah. Um, really? I haven't heard a single cover of Starman. Dude, I would like uh, to, actually. Both Quasi and Mates of State have covered the Starman. The Life Aquatic. 
The Life Aquatic. Oh, okay. So George yeah. plays that. Yeah, okay, those don't count. Those don't count, because I've heard all those, and those are, those are all great. But yeah, those that, totally count, but you're right. That <laughs> Life Aquatic sessions, like, got me to look up more Bowie songs that I hadn't heard yet. Nice. Yeah. Dude, yeah, they're, they're all real good. <laughs> they're all good, he said. They're all good songs. Yeah, they're all so, good. So that sad. was your number two with Starman. My number two was Modern Love, which I, I already... Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, won uh, the contest for. With I read the news. I don't know. Modern Love is almost more 80s than fashion. Yeah, in a lot yeah of it ways. is. And that's um... kind of why I love it. It's just so catchy. And the, the church on time, you know... The whole repeat lyrics, it's just, it's pop at its best. It reminds me of George Harrison's solo career <laughs> in a lot of ways. It's I don't funny. know why. It's more accessible than a lot of George Harrison's solo yeah. career. I don't um, know. Yeah. Many things are. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Rest um, in peace. So, yeah. So, what was your number two, Prof? My number two, Suffragette City. Ooh, okay. It's, it's on my know, alternates. Man. Oh man, I've, come I've, on! I've played it on Rock Band a little too much for it to really be something I want to listen to a lot. Still. Oh man, I love that shit. That is some like three chord power punk fucking. It's good. Uh, hey man, it just drives. It's like hey, man. like I said, I love driving fucking fast. And it's like I love driving. That fucking chorus is sick. There's the, no, there's no the wrong answers. Out. There's no wrong answers. I'm just yeah. loving. I'm just, I'm really, I don't know, like, really love this shit. I don't know what to say. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, Pedro, your number one all time David Bowie song. Number one all time is easily rock and roll suicide. Nice. There you go, dude. And uh, similar vein, my number one has to be Lady Stardust. Ooh, good. That that chorus, I mean, Ziggy Stardust is a great song, but Lady Stardust has the catchier chorus. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. Nice. I'm going, I'm, I don't know if you guys can see this coming, but Drive-In Saturday. Huh. Yeah. I don't even know if I know that song. What? Dude. It's very, like, old school doo-wop almost. Huh. But it's well, just got, up. like, a really, like, the chorus is... I mean, a lot of Bowie's stuff is like, very visual, but just like, uh, I don't know, I like the chorus in particular on this song. It just had, it sounds good. It's almost, it's like very, I don't know, nostalgic like a lot of his other stuff. I think it just encapsulates a lot of different things that I like about his styles really well. Heck yeah, I'll have yeah. to look that up because I don't think I know it off the top of my head. Um well, it'll be in whatever playlist we make for this, either on Spotify okay. or YouTube, whichever I yeah. can find the most songs on. Try to put something together. You can find okay. that in the show notes on cartoonviolencemusic.com. And, uh, Pedro, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can go to slimegirls.bandcamp.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at slimegirls. Um, those are the two best places. Nice. And uh, when's your next show? That's a... Very good question. Um, I don't think I have anything planned right now. Thank hey, God. Come I'm up, so come s- up, come back up north. We'll do a show together. It'll be great. We'll have coffee and talk. No big deal. Well, if we can have coffee on stage while we play, oh, that um, would be great. Like we just we'll sit just, there and have a conversation, yeah. and then we like each pick up an instrument, play a song, sit back down, yeah. more conversation. Yeah, it'll be like an eight-hour show. Yeah, do that. I like it. Very high concept. I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. We'll make it happen. Uh, let's see. So, uh, we're both going to be on an up. We'll both be on the Steven Universe streaming album. 
uh, at some point. I don't know when that's coming out, but you can look for that. And I then think March is the current goal. Yeah. We'll see. And then uh, we're gonna be on a David Bowie tribute compilation as well, doing Life on Mars. Hell so, yeah. So yeah, we we try we did a we put together a quick little slap dash version of it for Freak Fest, but uh, we're gonna have it all nice and good now. Yeah. <laughs> and then my we'll guitar. Then my thank you, Pedro. Uh, by the way, for saving my ass with a guitar. Um, oh yeah. So are, are you left-handed then? Yeah, I play right-handed oh, guitars shit. upside down, so it's like okay. So because of situations like this, essentially, yeah, like for sure. So yeah, I broke a that string. That was crazy. That was like the worst thing that ever happened to me on stage. Actually, I felt like oh. I'd, been, I'd worked really hard. So uh, thank you, everyone, for still having a good time, despite my neuroses and like lo- losing a string. Uh, thank you to A Bit LA for hosting us at Frequency yeah, as absolutely. well. Yeah, that was our first Freak Fest, uh, and it was it was a blast. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely want to want to come back next year and rock out more with people. And uh, hopefully do more shows up here too with you guys. Uh, just as a, a general collective. I want to. Uh, yeah, and I think that's about it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Cartoon Violins, like the violin, uh, because somebody else is already taking Cartoon Violence. And uh, the real Cartoon Violence on Facebook, like the real Ghostbusters on cartoons. But we <laughs> violence cartoons instead of busting ghosts. It makes us feel good. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you next month with another brand spanking new guest. And uh, please like us on podcast stuff. Five star. Identify us. Identify the fuck out of us. us. If you if you like slime girls, then you'll love cartoon violence as a podcast as well. Pedro, thanks for having a podcast with us. Absolutely, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just uh, come back anytime. Hell yeah, have uh, me anytime. Cool. All right, rock cool. and roll. Cool. Boom. Cool. Uh, and stop it. <laughs>